While Eric is here on the Fix-It Show, you'll see that he knows what he's doing. He's president of Siding Unlimited, but that's not a desk job. He's out there working with the crews, inspecting people's structure problems and fixing them. Siding Unlimited will fix yours, too. Make a note to contact Siding Unlimited after the show's over, of course. Look them up online at SidingUnlimited.com or see Siding Unlimited's unique outside-in showroom near Gerke's Corners in Brookfield. This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests, and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you the Fix It Show from seven to nine every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning, hour number two of the Fix-It Show. Sponsored by JMB Construction and Siding Unlimited. Dayton Kane here, David Nason on the phone from home, and Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited and Outdoor Living Unlimited. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning How are guys. you today? All good? Yeah, yeah. All, all good. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, uh, Eric. So, yeah. So, well, I walked in and Dayton, Dayton stays on top of this stuff probably better than I do. But you, when I walked in, you mentioned that it's Deck Safety Month. Yes. It is. <laughs> yes. May is Deck Safety Month. Right. I, I, so we got to be looking at those decks really closely. Not, not just May, but every, every time you see one. Well, that's that was to my point. Was isn't every month deck safety month? <laughs> it really should be. You don't it want really the unsafe should. deck ever, well, especially well, if it's lofted on a second story. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, and and, and uh, you know, I'm here representing Siding Unlimited and also Outdoor Living Unlimited. And and you know, if you're if you're out there at home listening and then want to punch in SidingUnlimited.com or OutdoorLivingUnlimited.com, both websites take you to stuff that we do. Uh, Dex is definitely one of the things we do. We do it really well. Um, I, I've I also put our our deck crews, our crews everywhere, but our deck crews up against anybody when when it comes to installing installing decks. But I do I do want people if it is you know if we're talking about decks as far as deck safety month to uh, Google like decks that fall off houses. Oh, no, <laughs> maybe not. And that's, that, that's scary. The images that you see are are legitimately these these decks falling apart, like falling off of houses. Like right. it's it's scary stuff, and it really like the 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 ones that pop up first are ones that almost as if the 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 builder, um, the siding crew may have put the ledger board on with nails, you know, not securing it the way it's supposed to be securing it to support a deck, but just to tack the board on so they could side around it and flash it. And then the deck builder is supposed to come back and secure it the right way to the house. Um, right. And then they, they don't do that. And then they attach this heavy deck and then it has a, you know, a deck has a load that it can support uh, if it's built the right way. But if it's, if it's only tacked on with nails to the wall, that's not going to support a very strong load at all. And then you have people on there, and then eventually that deck is gonna that's gonna come loose off the wall and fall, come crashing down to the ground. And I, so, not not to scare people, but it is it's deck safety, <laughs> and and this is the the big one, and it can be a fairly common issue. Right, right. And I see I see exactly what you said, Eric. I see where that ledger board is just attached with nails and sometimes screws. 
but screws, your general screws that guys are using, um, you know, they might be drywall screws. They don't have any shear strength, like a, like a leg bolt, or they do make specific screws uh, that you can use to attach that deck, but they're hardened steel. They have shear strength and, and there is a pattern that has to be followed. Mm -hmm. And, and that is critically important for, the the attachment of a deck and then the hangers i sometimes see the wrong size hangers a two by ten hanger in a two by six hanger um and it says right on the hanger what size joist it's for and it kind of i scratch my head and how does how does it get past anybody uh that that this stuff is done being done wrong well it 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 may not get it may not have to get past anybody because it could be in some cases it could be the guys uh you know Maybe maybe May is Deck Safety Month. Uh, although I would say it's Deck Safety Month all the time, but right. because May is the kickoff for you know, grab your buddies, grab a couple cases of beer, and let's go yeah. build a deck on a weekend. Sure, uh, not get an inspector out to check, uh, you know, how how you're digging your footings, how you're setting the deck, any of the fasteners that you're using, uh, and if you're using the products the right way. Uh, yeah. You know, we we use uh, Ledger Lock is a really nice a nice fastener to to mm-hmm. attach the ledger board to the house, mm-hmm. uh, and then doing it the right way. You're right. There's there's a sequence to how you fasten the uh, ledger board with Ledger Lock. Uh, we've had a lot of success with that. But yeah, the screws. I mean, if you if 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 you grab the random screws off the back of the truck that just to attach the ledger the ledger board, just like, like I said, the siding crew will just throw it on there, sure, just for a space or just to go around. Uh, yeah, you're usually using a two and a half, maybe a three inch screw. That's just not going to do much. Nope. Nope. Not at all. All right. So you mentioned a couple of things in there, footings, flashings, um, ledger boards. I want to talk more about some of that when we come back from Mm -hmm. the break here, because there's some things as, is it is a fix it show and we want people to know what that all means and what they should be looking for if they are trying to do the project themselves or checking their deck for deck safety month in May here. Uh, Eric Brown from Outdoor Living Unlimited and Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. Thanks for listening to the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice you can use. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. 816. What is that song, Isaac? It's something about moms, right? Because tomorrow's Mother's Day. Yeah, the band is called Mama. Mama. All right. Mama. Isaac in the producer's booth waiting for your calls, 855-616-1620. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited and Outdoor Living Unlimited on with us. We're talking decks, and you started getting into things like flashings and footings and um, things that we need to do. So you said, yeah, you and your buddies are going to get together and you're going to build a deck. Yeah. Let's yeah. start with footings. What are we looking to accomplish when we look at a footing of a deck? So, uh, you know, everything starts with with. Two things that secure and support the deck. One is the footings, and and that's uh, one's the ledger board, which we talked about the last the last yeah. segment, uh, securing it to the to the house. Uh, if you're going uh, to secure the deck to the house, then then that's what you need to do, and that needs to be secured the right the proper way. Uh, then then it's footings because our ground with the uh, uh, freeze frost uh, freeze thaw cycle that Wisconsin takes on you know every year. Yeah, that that becomes very aggressive on anything sitting on the ground. I mean, you see it with our roads. You see it with you know maybe a shed in the back that was was square when you built it last year, and then one freeze thaw cycle and it moved. You know, and now the doors you have to shave the doors down so they work again. You're wondering, well, well maybe I didn't build it right. No, well, it, it might have moved because of the ground. Right. So our freeze thaw cycle does wreaks havoc on our on on everything outside. 
Uh, so to build the deck properly, um, you know, we have to get down four feet with our footings uh, and have a, a solid concrete base for that to, to hold uh, so that it's not moving. But we don't use those. We don't, we don't do that. We don't use concrete in the ground, um, you know, and, and drop our lumber into the ground. It's treated and all that stuff. We actually set up our footings on helical piles. So what it is is we have, we have a machine that actually drills um, drills a post into the, and it's a metal post. Yeah. So drills they're like, they're like big screws, right? Yep. Yep. So it's a, a it's a big post, like a two inch post. Uh, and I shouldn't say big. It's a, it, you'll see it and they'll be like, well, that's not very big. Well, no, it's like a two inch post, but it, it's long. It's six feet, eight feet, 10 feet, whatever we need. And the machine on the very bottom of these posts has, uh, a, a, the screw, you know, it has the helical that, that drills into that forces its way into the ground and we have a machine that screws it in and uh and at the on the machine is a little computer that reads torque so as you drill that into the ground it gets tighter and tighter you know and then uh uh it'll read out torque and we can then use that readout for inspection to uh so that we don't have to dig a hole have inspection show up and and say yep that's that's deep enough that's wide enough, uh, we can we can just show them the readout so we can we can drop those we can screw those piles in, build off of those and when the inspector shows up for framing we can say yep here's our here's what we here's our readout for torque for the for our footings, right. um, so all all of that stuff that's very important at the very start is making sure that that deck is going to be supported the right way whether it's your ledger board or your footings. And then after that, you know, David, you mentioned last, you know, yeah, your your hangers, your fasteners, all of that stuff. And what's interesting with a, with a deck is, and when you build the deck, you know, all of your fasteners, all of your stuff has has a code on it that has to be visible for the inspector to read. Even the the tops of the right. nail, the hmm. screw heads, uh, the the hangers all have a code on it, so the inspector can, you know, if it looks like. It's a certain size, but it's not. He can, they can, they can see that. Do you right. need a permit for any deck you build, or only if it's attached to the house? Like, what? When do you know if you need a permit or not? Well, the the, the real when do you know if you need a permit is you check with your your your, your local, local municipality. Local, right? yep, okay. yep, yeah. Um, but your to your question, a freestanding deck out in the yard, probably where. If, like Eric was talking about, your shed sitting on the ground. If you built a freestanding deck, just you wanted something raised up off the ground. I I I would expect that would not be required to be uh, permitted. But mm-hmm. uh, I I, I want to just make sure everybody understands what you're talking about with the helical piers, Eric. These these piers, like I said, they're big screws. Engineers, people smarter than us, have figured out, like you said, that torque. When it gets enough pressure, enough torque, they know what that's going to support. And you mentioned different lengths somebody might have a deck where on one corner one of those piers goes down maybe six eight ten feet and the other one only needs to go down maybe five because it hit uh, a ground that's solid enough so that's that is just such a an advancement in this deck construction and i see that fairly often now in newer homes that just makes that so um just so much more stable because before it's like oh we just need to dig down four feet and and we're fine. Well, sometimes you dig down four feet, and the soil is not stable enough. So that that is that is amazing how that stuff works now. Yeah, and that and and we went a long time ago. We went 
to the system, and and we've been really happy with 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 our decks, and it sets everything up for success because right. uh, now you start attaching all your treated your your lumber for the framing, you know, and then uh, and then you put your deck boards and fascia boards uh, and rails all on top of it, and now you you can have a better a better feel that uh, and trust that that's not going to move and shift those boards. Uh, or even, or even put enough pressure on some of these screws that it's going to snap the screw or anything like that. You know, that's mm-hmm. the building house, houses and decks. You know, all all of this construction. Um, you know, if if the house moves or shifts, it can put a lot of pressure on the fasteners. And I've I've seen where building products are loose or coming off a building because the fasteners they they didn't use enough fasteners. Uh, and the common one would be if they didn't use enough fasteners and then it, the, the ones holding on gave way and now something's fallen off or, uh, or, or the pressure, uh, snapped the fastener and now they're, you know, they're, they're deemed useless. And now you got product falling off or, or things settling in the wrong way. Um, so yeah, that's, it's all, it all ties into the system of building a deck and uh, it's all very important. And then the other part of it. That uh, starts tying into the house as well uh, as well as the ledger board, but uh, ties into the house. But also tying into the house is the flashing, and the flashing's number one role is to protect everything below the flashing from water rotting the house, right. and okay, kicking that moisture away. Let's let's put a pin in that for a second. We're going to yep. take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about rot on house in general, the deck that we're talking about. Yep. Let's get into that. Eric Brown from Outdoor Living Unlimited and Siding Unlimited on with us. David Nason at home. Dayton Kane here in the studio with Isaac in the producer's booth. We thank you for listening to The Fix It Show on WTMJ. Dayton and David. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. It is indeed. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Mostly cloudy. Some showers today. 64 near the lake. 72 for a high inland. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us. We're talking decks and uh, we got through the footing. We got through the ledger boards and the attachments. Let's talk about that flashing you started to mention. We're trying to protect mm. things from getting rotten, right? That's what flashing's all about. Redirecting yeah. water. Yeah, so now we're, we're moving off the decking onto the rest of the house and the flashing is is a major, it's a very important piece that is often forgotten because you know people just want to slap stuff together and call it a day. Uh, the flashing piece goes the transition from the deck to the wall, and what's going to stop water from wanting to go in between there and rot out all the wood that is that the ledger board and the deck is attached to. Uh, so the flashing piece is a piece of metal that goes be, like transitions the deck to the wall. And we actually this week we just came across a job. It was a window project that was the windows we were replacing were below a deck, below a second story deck. We open up the windows, and the wood is all rotted around the, the windows. So we pulled siding back because to replace that wood, we have to pull siding back. Uh, you know, it became much more extensive than just replacing the windows, this project. And we found out the header, so the support above the window that takes on the, the weight of the house uh, so that the window can be there um, is all rotted. Mm. So this became an extension extensive project that we led back to poor flashing on above the deck. Now, some of the some of the hot points or one of the hot points that you would say, all right, what would be a difficult area to flash would be around a patio door because the patio door 
takes up the space of where the flashing would be, you know, because okay. yeah. you need to walk through that area versus a wall where you have room to run that flashing up behind the siding. This actually was on the side up against the sidewall. So it was just a poorly, poorly done uh, area from the siding, the flashing uh, to the deck. And it allowed water to run back to the house, uh, get behind everything that we didn't want, and then rot everything out. So we we took care of everything. We fixed, we fixed, replaced the header, replaced the sheathing, replaced the siding as we replaced the window. So walking away, and then we went on top, pulled the siding back, and uh, uh, replaced the flashing. Actually, we added the flashing because it wasn't there. Yeah, right. Uh, s- sealed everything off, and now the homeowner from that point on. Like that point down is protected, you know. Now, if you really wanted to, to to take care of everything, we would take the siding all the way up up the wall and then work work from there. Right. Uh, depending on what's behind the siding now, so it's everything's specific to the house and specific to how it w- the stuff was installed uh, before. You know, um, you could come across the same exact si- style house, and but the installers did everything correct; they'll never have an issue. Uh, unfortunately, these houses that were built in the 90s, early 2000s, everything was so rushed because it was such a mass-producing era for homes, single-family homes, all over southeastern Wisconsin and really all over our country because it was a booming uh, time for, for new construction for housing. And uh, guys were just racing to get jobs done. They, they would, If they could do it, if they, whatever their project was, if they could do it in three days versus five, they would. And it didn't matter how they did it, they would still get paid. So they would make a lot more money just knocking these things out only to find out 10, 15 years later or even you know, 20 years later that they skipped so many steps, used products the wrong way, mm. and created more of a funnel of water back in to the house to cause more problems. So we see a lot of, a lot of rot issues uh, around decking, around windows, around doors, around uh, chimneys, a lot of chimneys that, on houses built in the 90s, uh, even around flashing, like roof condensation around metal that would the water condenses under the metal drips onto the 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 deck the wood and then rots out there so we tear off a roof we see we'll see some issues uh just a lot of a lot of things that we you know what we're talking about now is is a concern as far as rotten wood uh, because we just don't want water at that point. Let's let's get more into rot when we come back on the next break mm-hmm. here 855-616-1620 the line if you have a Question for Eric from Siding Unlimited. Give us a call. Now we take a break from the Fix It Show. Go to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Finn Askin. Good morning, Finn. Call with your problem. We'll try to solve it. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Indeed it is. Thank you for joining us. Admirals versus Texas Stars for the Central Division title in Game 2 tonight at UW Panther Arena. Let's go Admirals. Uh, Let's see. Eric Brown in here. We're talking about decking because it is Deck Safety Month. Uh, David Nason brought that up. Thank you for pointing that out. We're now on to the part where we've got it all put together, but we're, we're talking about rot on the house. The nice thing about what you went into before the break was you guys pulled out windows and then you could fix everything else. One nice thing about going with Siding Unlimited, right? It's you, our guys are carpenters. Yeah, they're they're not just window guys who cut out a window and plug in a window. They can do it all. Well, and and, and not only are our guys really good, our resources are phenomenal. Uh, both on the Siding Unlimited side and the Outdoor Living Unlimited side, we've got got we've got a couple gentlemen in the office that have extensive experience in 
in uh, residential remodeling and and building and house and, and home construction. And uh, between those two, uh, it's Kevin and John, but be- between those two, I mean, we have so much, you know, information we can go back to. And, and then we have other resources as well. You know, I think, uh, you know, if it gets really particular with numbers and, the, you know, and all of that, it's, I mean, if we have to bring in an engineer, we have an engineer that we can bring in as well. Uh, so that's all all resources that we have that a lot of a lot of companies don't have that those resources. You know, they have a guy that they oh yeah yeah he's he's really good he'll take care of you. But then when he has a question, who's where's he going to? Is he is he actually in the in your backyard googling an answer? You know, I mean, what 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 is he? And then he's got to decipher between what's right and wrong on Google, which we all know can be a, a disaster. So right. we but- we oh. I was just going to say too, Eric. I mean, you, you not only the the experience that you have in those guys is the training that I know you guys do with your all your crews because all these products that we're talking about, whether it's the deck and the the attachments, the the um, siding, the flashings, everything, windows, all these manufacturers publish uh, installation instructions today. They they provide free and in many cases free training to get certified in how to install them. And I know you, you send all of your crews through that to make sure they're certified. I've seen the, the, uh, the certificates on the wall in your showroom of your guys that they know how to install these. It's not just, oh, we got to go back to the manual. And sometimes they might have to refer to an installation instruction, which they can, mm-hmm. but they've gone through the training. They know how to do this. They know how to do it right. Right. And, and they've, and we've, We've like nothing's new to us. We've we've right. done a lot of this stuff thousands of times, uh, and and we have, you know, customers all over southeastern Wisconsin to prove to prove all of that. So so the resources in our company are 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 it's pretty impressive. Um, but getting back to so we were talking rot, and I right. wanted to hit on hit on. So we're moving from the deck to the house, and but where are some? And I, I mentioned like in the '90s this housing boom, and guys that did stuff so fast. And builders that rush the process, uh, which actually gives me a lot of work today. Uh, it gives Dayton reasons to go out to houses because of a lot of the failures from the '90s. You know that's why we go out and and Dave, you know, frankly, yes. for you to inspect. Right, and, exactly. And uh, and what we've seen on these houses that that are really things that homeowners can walk around and, and check out. Um, and at this point, in, at this point in the stage, like all these houses that were built in the '90s, they're Almost everything is failing on them now. I mean, they've reached an age where they've reached the the, the age like the windows now, um, that the builder grade windows that were put in, you know, twenty plus years ago are now at their they've they've reached their age. You know, their their life expectancy is over. Um, but there were issues with these even prior to that. You know, ten years down, ten years after install, there were issues. Well, they should have lasted ten years, but now you're looking at well, when when do they? When do you, can you expect those windows, those builder grade windows, to fail? Yeah, we're probably past that point. So, just age alone, we might have some issues. But um, as far as windows go, like if you have, for example, if you have a house with uh, uh, second story brick on a house that was built in the '90s, when when uh, when these houses were built so fast, so the the uh, framework goes up, and then you put the shingles on, and you have the water barrier. And then you can put the drywall on, um, or before the drywall goes on, they they do the brick veneer on the outside and the siding. You know, they you want to do the outside, all of the, all of the outside um, first, uh, so that 
you don't have any problems with water driving in and getting damaging the insulation, damaging the drywall. What happens, though, is on these second-story windows, something that if you own a house that was built in the 90s, you can go look, and if the window is, le- is lower than actually the brick ledge, what happened is that they, built the, they put the brick on, then they did the drywall. The drywall actually helps settle the house because of the weight of drywall is crazy heavy. And now that the, the framework and the drywall of the house settled, the brick didn't move, and now your windows are p- potentially anywhere from three-eighths to a five-eighths of an inch lower than the ledge, and water now collects there instead of runs off. Right, and the brick can brick and mortar are um, are absorptive, so they absorb yep. water, so they can expand. So it's a combination of the two. Um, not only the settling of the house, but the the brick does expand and 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 increase in size. Yeah, so you 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 create this potential area for water to pool, and it's not if it doesn't run out, if it's not going to go over the top of the brick, it's just going to run seep down. Uh, and then cause problems inside the wall, and and we've we've replaced we've replaced a lot of rot around windows below windows uh, in areas like this. Uh, so it's just something to point out. Other areas is when 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 the uh, the cedar on the cedar siding and the cedar boards on trim boards on the on a chimney, uh, they start to go. Well, you got all that water that cascades down. Uh, and you know, a lot of times the caulk hadn't failed. It's actually the cedar that breaks away from the caulk. The, the caulk is actually intact, but it's not sticking to anything anymore because the cedar, the cedar actually, warped, the cedar yeah. warped or the cedar shrank or cracked. the, or, or cracked and you got water penetrating. And then, uh, th- these, these builders in the nineties, they never put a water barrier around the chimney. So now right. that goes right into the OSB, goes right into the, into the, the, the framework, the two by six construction, uh, and just rots out. So a lot of times on these houses, you look up and you see a chimney that, oh, we need new siding here. Pretty good chance that we're going to end up rebuilding that chimney or, or or replacing a lot of rot there. So just just some hot points. There's two hot points there, but there's multiple uh, places. If the flashing's not done right, like we mentioned around the deck, but around windows, doors, all of that stuff, it all plays a role in keeping the water out. And if it was done improperly, it's going to be a funnel for water to get in and cause problems, which becomes very expensive. Yeah. couple segments left. Get your questions in for Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited and Outdoor Living Unlimited. The Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. It is a Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Like a user's manual on the radio, it's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Thank you for joining us. Mostly cloudy, some showers, 64 for a high near the lake, 72 inland. Dayton Kane here with Eric Brown, David Nason at home on his phone. Thank you for joining us, David. Yes. We appreciate it. You bet. Uh, we do have some text here at 855-616-1620. Eric Brown does the best job explaining how everything works and why things happen. Well, thank you, Jim and Fond du Lac, for you, that. You didn't we just make that up, Dayton, no, did Jim, you? That's Jim actually did. text in. Do you know Jim? Is he your brother, your dad? <laughs> no, I don't no. know Jim. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we have another one here says, does Siding Unlimited offer just design services Just design services if we're building a new deck patio? If it's if it's just design services, we, we don't. Um, but if you're doing But if the you're going to do the project with us, with our installers, because um, we're, we're a complete... We're a complete package deal with Siding Unlimited, Siding Windows, Roofing Doors, uh, Outdoor Living Unlimited with the decks, the uh, outdoor kitchens, pavers, retaining walls, 
Uh, screen rooms, big big deal with the screen rooms, indoor pool or in ground pools. <laughs> Ironically, in ground indoor, uh, we are building an indoor one. <laughs> really, I uh, didn't even know that. Yeah, it's a screen room around a pool, uh, <laughs> so it's going to be it's a smaller pool, but it's still one, not not just like a swim spa. Although we built a deck around a swim spa, we we supplied the swim spa and we built the deck around it with a screen room on the side, which is also a cool feat, uh, pretty cool uh, project that we did. Um, but all of the stuff we, we do, we supply the materials, we supply the labor, uh, so and then we'll do the design with all if we're doing all of that. We just unfortunately we don't have the the manpower or to uh, do design for everybody else uh, that's around. So sure. it's got to be packaged, kind of a package deal. Uh, and then of course with our services, it's cleanup, uh, you know, all of that stuff. You sure. know, so uh, uh, one more text here says, do you service two rivers? Uh, where's two? That's that's, that's north. up that's, north of that's, Manitowoc. That's, that's, yeah, that's probably that. out of your range. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening up there. We appreciate yeah. that. Actually, that came from uh, Laura in Las Vegas asking about two rivers. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. So, if uh, you're, Vegas, um, you, you, you could put it, put us up for a week. <laughs> sure. No, we don't service Vegas either. All right, uh, <laughs> we do have one segment left. When we come back, get your questions in for Eric Brown, Siding Unlimited, Outdoor Living Unlimited. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. The Fix It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Good morning to you. The Fix It Show sponsored every week by JMB Construction and Siding Unlimited. And we have Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited here with us today. Thank you for sponsoring the show. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, good to be here. And uh, we mm-hmm. have a special text that came in from Chris, Isaac's dad. Yep. Uh, he has some pictures of his deck, wants to know how he can spruce up a deck. So I already have my deck. There's a lot of cool features now that we can put on decks that we didn't have 15 years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 just a matter of what... What kind of imagination do you have, and uh, what are you what are you thinking? I mean, uh, some of the stuff that we're doing, a uh, couple like where you have elevations where you can do a couple different tiers. You can do that. You can you can have decks that lead down to like a fire pit. But we can also throw some of that those fire features or water features up on the deck. Uh, so it's not it's not uncommon for us to build build a deck. You know, people are are definitely trying to take advantage of this extra space, this extra outdoor space. Uh, because frankly, from about right now till, you know, September, October is how much we, we really want to take advantage of the outside. Cause after that we, we hibernate. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. so, but, so but to Isaac's dad's question though, Eric, I mean, if you want to spruce it up, if the deck structure is safe and good, mm-hmm. I mean, composite decking, new railings, that kind of stuff is all stuff you can add to a deck. Yeah. So, so composite, uh, deck, uh, we can, we can, uh, swap out the boards and and then there's the colors are really impressive uh, as far as really giving you a natural look um, in a in a composite sense where maintenance has become very low maintenance like basically just take a hose and spray off the dust every once in a while. I'm glad uh, you didn't say no maintenance. <laughs> right, right. I, I will never say no maintenance, uh, but low maintenance. And then uh, the rails. There's different rail styles. Uh, even we like I, I like verticable because it's really thin. It's not horizontal cable where it looks like a ladder where kids can climb up and fall over. Right. It's, it's it runs up and down, uh, so you still get the thin wire look, uh, but in a safety sense, you know, uh, deck mm-hmm. safety month month. So uh, tie in there. But really, like one of the things you can do is run run natural gas, uh, obviously out to a grill. 
but also out to a table, and there's tables that have a fire feature, natural gas fire feature inside the table to create really that that really nice setting, you know, for, for a dinner or for entertaining and not just at a table, but even like a coffee table area. So if the deck is big enough, you can actually create a living room setting with a coffee table, with a fire feature, have outdoor furniture, like a couch or a couple chairs uh, on one part of the deck. And then on the other part of the deck, have a table with chairs that would be your dinner table uh, to create your outdoor kitchen on the deck with a, with a gas grill and even uh, a gas fire in the table itself. So there's a lot of different things that we can do. We've combined uh, stone pillars on decks before uh, just to create that, that combination of deck boards and natural stone look. Uh, just really uh, then off of the deck, we've or, or, or another feature that we've really taken advantage. We use the deck as, as, a, uh, as like a blank slate, and then what you want to add to it to make it really creative uh, the other one is screen porches, screen screen rooms, and with the use of automation, we have you know, press of a button and the screen can uh, lift away, um, or if you want the screen, it can come, it can drop down, and even vinyl, uh, clear vinyl that can roll up when you don't want it, but in the winter time, you know, to extend to October, November, to extend that space, drop the vinyl down because that, and then uh, we can even put in a heater inside this room where now you've created uh, a little bit more of you know, just longevity into the year of being outside before, you know, we go inside and be cooped up for the winter. So I'm hearing you say the possibilities are unlimited. <laughs> They're un- <laughs> unlimited. All right. Eric Brown, thank you for being on the yes. show. SidingUnlimited.com, OutdoorLivingUnlimited.com are the two websites you can go to check them out. Just fill out the little contact us form that's on there, and we'll get back to you on Monday. Jade will probably call you up and <laughs> book an appointment for you. So, And maybe I'll be the one coming out. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, Eric, have a great week. Yep. Thank we'll, you guys. We'll Thank see you. you on Monday, yep. David. Great show. Are you, get better, and we'll see yes, you on I, uh, next Saturday, right? I will be in the studio next Saturday. I, I just about guarantee it. All so, right. Great show, Eric. Thanks. Yeah. All right. That does it for the Fix It Show. Rose Gray is back. The Fox World Travel Show next on WTMJ. This has been the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests, and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC.